It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, December 8th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less Pisscast. Welcome to the Pisscast. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good this morning, Shauna, because X929's holiday auction was yesterday, and uh, I saved so much money on some of the things that I won. Eckler, I screwed up so bad. I forgot to go back and check my bids. Oh. I looked at the time and it was pat like I just got distracted and was like, you're an idiot. Normally I set an alarm and make sure I don't ever do this and nope, I'm going to hold, I'm just, I, I was so sad going to bed last night. I just, I can't get over it still. So there's two different ways to play an auction. You can enter your, like what the, the most you're willing to pay and just leave it at that. Yeah. Or you can like watch the item and kind of. Yeah, play the game. Bid by bid. Yes. So, I mean, that's one way you could do it if you're going to, if you forget. Oh, you're but, right. I should have, that, that would have been smart too, but But no. I mean, sometimes you think like, ah, I don't know if in the moment I'd want to spend as much as, you know, yeah. I'd want to go that high. It's really kind of like a, you have to make a decision right on the spot, which is difficult for someone like me who thinks about every purchase way too long. Yes. But also as a cheap Sasky, getting a good deal is just the best. It's the best feeling in the world. Well, the weekend, the, the weekend I just had in Banff was a weekend that I bid on in one of our past auctions and it was like a $2,500 trip that I got for like $500. Oh man. Um, that's, that's a hot deal. And it wound up, like I swear, they were so generous and it was so amazing. I think they spent even more than, like I think if I were to calculate the amount of money I saved on that weekend, it would have been even more than that. Like I saved, God knows, between me and my friends who were there, $1,500, dollars wow. like it was crazy how yeah, much money Yeah, I saved spent. well over a thousand bucks last night with oh, yeah. things that I won. I don't, we didn't alert the podcast listenership to the auction, but we will next time we do it, because we, we do this like a few times a year. Yes. And there's always it's wicked deals to be had. Insane deals, like 80, you get things 85, 90, 95% off sometimes, yeah. like it's crazy. Yeah, so we'll, we'll let you know next time one comes up, but this cheap Sasky is just beaming this morning. I'm, Having saved some money. So bitter. It's fine. It's fine. On today's show, we're going to talk about mom internships. We're going to talk about Bill C-21 looking to ban certain guns. We'll try to make guns sexy to counteract that. Gross. <laughs> Etymology. Uh, pop-up audio you'll hear today. A song from you know, 15 years ago or so. Uh, we're talking about gross houses that you took a date back to recently. Sean's got a couple more stories about that. Something I heard on a podcast... We'll see if you heard what I heard. Not dad badges, but grandma badges. The goat of chocolate. This got totally derailed. We did not settle on the goat of chocolate. Uh, and uh, Kind of a meta type of snobs. Real inside baseball here. Yeah. After your out of context clip of the show. Mr. President, did you take a no in your pants? And he's just like, mm-hmm. I punched a grumpy. <laughs> I did. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Have you heard this story? Uh, about President Vladimir Vladimir Putin no. falling down the stairs at the Kremlin and pooping himself. Okay, no, no, okay. No, so it's just like it's from this blog. It's called General SVR, and it's like an anti-Kremlin blog. It's run anonymously. Okay, I think they post a lot of like unverified stuff um, against against the the Russian government. Right. But they said that uh, after a stressful day last week, he was walking down the stairs. At his place, and he fell, bruised his tailbone, his coccyx, and he caused him to quote defecate involuntarily. They said. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. He said he 
That is a stairs, terrible way to fall. Hurt his tailbone and then had poopy pants at the bottom. Yeah. So <laughs> We talk about how this is the Eden crap capital of Canada because of these warm temperatures and it melts and freezes again and stuff. And that would be the worst way to go down. Yeah. To yeah, land right on your tailbone. And, and then, then you poop yourself. And then you mess yourself. Yeah. yeah, that'd be bad. You have to just turn around and go back home at that point. You should probably <laughs> just stay home if that happens. You know, if that's how you start your day. It's just yeah, like, your day's I'm gonna, over. I'm going to try again tomorrow. And I think if you had any engagements and you just told someone what had happened, they'd be like, they'd be like understandable. Yeah, you go home and you rest. Yep. Go home, you clean up, and then you rest. Yes. Yeah, I pooped, um, I pooped myself. Yeah, okay, cool. It's. I want so badly for this one to be true, but I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows? It's probably it's very likely just propaganda to make him look look stupid and weak, right? Also hilarious propaganda. Hilarious right? like, propaganda. It, I just picture everybody in the boardroom trying to come up with propaganda against him and like, all right, what are we gonna say this time? So it was like, okay, this is what we're gonna say. He crapped himself. <laughs> he fell and then okay, he pooped. He, he pooped and then he crapped like and then yeah, <laughs> down the stairs, big nice stairs, he he poops himself. And the Kremlin has denied it. But I mean, what good is that, right? Of course they would. Like, you can't ask them about it, really, because in that country, it's not like they can. The press can just be like, "Hey, did the did the president poop himself?" They'd be like, "Nuh-uh." It takes That's- a big person to admit that you poop yourself. <laughs> yeah, okay? it does. I've admitted that on the air before, and it took a lot of time and thinking before I I opened up to that. Okay. <laughs> It sort oh, of reminds man, me of like great. the Trump pee tapes, right? Remember where there was supposed to be those tapes of Donald right. Trump involved with the prostitutes and the, the yeah. pee and stuff, but no one ever saw them. And once it's out there, though, good luck separating that from. It's true. Once you've heard that, you can't unsee it, right? No. Nope. Like if I tell you not to think about Vladimir Putin falling down the stairs and pooping himself, you can't not you can't unthink a negative, right? Yeah. You can't. No, you can't. You just pictured him laying in a pile of poop and like ah. I picture a sad Ow. face, a sad Putin face, okay? And he's got a fudge budgie in his trouser and he's just crying about the whole thing. That's what I, that's right, yeah. From this point forward, that's all I'm going to think of him as. Mr. President, did you take a no in your pants? And he's just like, mm-hmm. I punched a grumpy. I did. Oh, that's why propaganda uh, is so effective, right? I, you can't not no. think this now. Oh, it's good. <laughs> fudge budgie. <laughs> President Putin's fudge budgie. Where's your fudge budgie? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was chatting with some friends on the weekend, and one of them said to me, whiskey snobs are the worst type of snob. And I was laughing, and I was like, why would you say that? And he was like, well, they just seem to be the most elite. And I was like, are you being snobby about snobs right now? Are you being a snob snob? A snob snob. Snob snob. It would be tough to determine which type of snobbish person is the most snobbish. It really would be tough to determine this, but I mean... It makes sense. There are snob snobs, right? And I like, bet they would out-snob each other. Oh, my God. Or at least try to, hey? Oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> you think you're snobby? Talk to me when your arrogance has alienated most of your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm such a snob. My nose is permanently stuck in the upward-pointing position. In fact, I can't see you. <laughs> Oh, yes, well, I'm so far up my own ass, I can see my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm such a snob, I no longer even communicate with other sentient beings because I've transcended beyond living. Yes, well, I haven't breathed pure air in years. Every breath is at least partially my own farts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm such a snob, I have a stick permanently stuck up my pooper. It's like Thor's hammer. Only an equally worthy snob can remove it. (laughs) 
Friend of the show, Rob, messaged and said, My boss just came into my office while the snobs bit was on. He gave me a real weird look, asked what the hell I was listening to, and turned around and walked out. He never did say what he wanted. <laughs> well, at least, hey, Rob, that's a good way to distract if you don't want your boss to ask you something. Just put it on us, okay? What in the hell is that weird crap you're listening to? I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I always wonder, too, like someone just driving into the city and punching around looking for a radio station to listen to, and they land on that, like yeah. right in the middle of it. I know. Or it's like, what, where am I? Absolutely. What the hell is going on? There's a lot of bits that we have where I think that. I'm like, yeah, if you were to come halfway through this, that would be strange. It'd be tough to win you over as a fan <laughs> if you landed right in the middle of this. Or maybe you'd stick around. Cause you'd be like, so intrigued. You'd be like, I need to have this explained now. <laughs> well, if you live in a Shane Holmes paired home, the, the soundproofing is so good, you can just you can crank that bit up as loud as you want and your neighbors will be none the wiser you can move in sooner to one of shane holmes quicker possession duplexes starting from the 490s these 1624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and that next level soundproofing we were talking about for more info visit shanehomes.com shane holmes the better way to build the bns and 20 minutes or less podcast i was at a dinner party last weekend and the goat of chocolate was being discussed Oh, okay. The goat of chocolate. Are you a chocolate person, Shauna? I'm, I'm, um, yes. Moderately? Moderately. I know some people really, you know, really are serious about their chocolates. I'm not one of those people, but I do enjoy the odd chocolate for sure. Would you have any nominees for the goat of chocolate? Now, are we talking like just like types of chocolate? Are we talking like black and then, or like dark, dark chocolate, chocolate, milk chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, or are we going beyond this? And white chocolate isn't really chocolate, right? No. Uh, oh yeah. Chocolate snobs, you do not. You do not have white chocolate. I love white chocolate. It's like pure but chocolate. It's kind of incorrectly named, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, you could do that. You could do like forms of chocolate. You could do brands of chocolate. Oh, like, is, what do you think of when chocolate comes to mind? This is too broad. Uh, Toblerone bars. Okay, okay. That'll come off the bat. But if we're talking brands, like I know lots of people here love their Purdy's chocolates. Purdy's is fantastic. I yeah. always find it's interesting because it differs based on uh, which province you're in. Oh, really? Yeah. And so I grew up and my mom was a big Laura Secord fan, which is a big Ontario thing. You can get the odd Laura Secord here and there now, like in drugstores and stuff. But that was big in Ontario back when I was growing up. I remember a Laura Secord store in the mall when I was growing up. Yeah, they used to have ice cream, too. Really? We used to go to Laura Secord for ice cream as a kid. Yeah. Uh, So that was big. And my mom loved the mint chocolates from there. Very simple. Uh, But then here, Purdy's and, of course, Bernard Calibo are the big... Bernard Calibo came up ones. in our discussion. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're talking about those boutique chocolates, it's just the, the, it's, it's like something else, right? It's yeah. Completely melts in your mouth. Do you remember when we met Bernard Calibo? He was in here years ago to I think to, to voice a commercial or something, and he was a jolly man. No, I was disappointed because in my head, I mean, he was very nice. No, because I, I envision him being a jolly man who makes chocolates. I picture Swedish chef is I, who I'm picturing, and he's just like. Oh! Yes. Oh, have some of my chocolates. Oh. I picture him wearing overalls, right? And then, but like big, he's very round. He's very round. And he has big overalls. mustache. Yes. And then he Can't like. see his eyes. His, his hands don't go by his sides because no. he just walks like a bit oh. of a snowman and oh, no. he makes that exact noise. And he eats all the chocolate. And then, of course, he's wearing a. all the chocolate once again. An oh, apron. No. And yes, he does. It's happened again. Oh. He's like the blueberry girl. <laughs> yes. From, but that wasn't him. From he's, Willy Wonka. What? He's tall and thin and doesn't look anything like we imagine. And he doesn't nice speak guy. like that? He no, oh. not at all. Oh, oh. I was picturing someone else. Wow, that just ruined my day. I know. <laughs>
don't, don't like Bernard Calibo anymore. They don't make any money because he keeps eating all the chocolate. <laughs> oh, I've done it again. Twenty oh. for you and one for me. <laughs> oh, the other way around. Sorry. <laughs> no twenty for me. Twenty for me and one for you. One goes in the box. Two go in Bernard. <laughs> one more in the box. Three more for Bernard. <laughs> Why do both of us envision the same person? I don't know. And and it's it's not who job. he is at all. Oh, it's, man. Oh, it's, oh. You know what? This discussion's over. Yeah, we did not settle on the goat of chocolate, did too bad. <laughs> v and S in 20 minutes or less. We like to talk about dad badges. Um, I'd like to start awarding myself grandma badges, too, if I could. For achievements you unlocked as a grandmother? Yes. Yeah. Um, you are a grandmother. You I should am. explain that to to anyone who's new to the show. So my boyfriend is older than me. He has kids that had a kid. I am officially a grandmother <laughs> at 34 is how this works, okay? So In a roundabout way. Grandma but. Shauna. Yeah, like not. It's still yeah, yeah crazy. Anyway, um, but I've... I've started to notice that I've done some things that are very grandma-like. And as I get older, I'm sure they're only going to increase. Like, for example, I've, I'm a full-time slippers gal now. Oh. Yeah. I don't blame you. Nice pair of slippers at home. Okay, thank thank you for defending this. Yeah. But I just like, I was looking at myself yesterday. The minute I walk into my house now, I put the slippers on. Like, there is no time in between when my shoes come off and when my slippers go on those feet. It's been cold lately. Yeah. You've got tile thank in your you. place, right? Yeah. So okay. I get it. I, I rock okay. slippers at home, too. I think an even old, like, McKenna's mom has indoor shoes. Because the slippers, you know, then you need the support too, right? You need the arch support. So if you start wearing indoor runners, Mm. then I think that's even more grandma. Okay. These are my gardening shoes. Well, this is, (laughs) I was going to say, my grandmother had multiple pairs of slippers. She had slippers for every occasion and some of them were outdoor and indoor. Like she had her garden slippers. Yeah. There's the kitchen slippers. Of course, the bedroom slippers, which were the more fuzzy ones. Okay. She actually (laughs) had a pair that you could go, you could go and run errands with if you wanted to. They'd get away with being shoes, which is probably where the indoor shoes came from. I'm mm. sure inspired by grandma slippers, right? Your grandma just had different slippers in every room and she'd change. As oh, she 100%. Came in. Yep. No, it's time to go to the kitchen slippers. <laughs> yep. But this is a, a badge that I thought ah. I could order. Okay. So I'm on the fence for that one. Yeah. I, I, it is a grandma move, but I, I agree. It's great. Thank, thank yeah, you. We need to take a page out of grandma's book there, I think. Thank so. you for that. I feel much better. Uh, one more is, of course, the gray hair that we found a couple weeks ago. Is that a grandma badge? I was like, that's got to be a grandma badge. It happens young, though. You know, like I said, I I don't consider myself a grand, grandma, and I've got gray hairs. So Well, you could, you're kind of grandma-like as well, so I mean, you could also get awarded that badge. Okay, so another one that, think, you're making me feel better about this. Yeah, I think things like if you, if you if you have a Ziploc bag of scotch mints over there, like that'll be a real grandma move, right? Yeah, that's that's very cliche grandma. Well, or I start wearing brooches all yeah. the time. I call them brooches. I know they're brooches, but brooches. I always forget, so you you could have fooled it's me. It's a brooch. No, <laughs> if I start wearing those, okay. All right, so the true grandma stuff. What about the fact that I, I basically wear a blanket at all times? That's pretty grandma. That is super grandma. Grandma yeah. is always cold. She's always jacking up the temperature in the house, okay? But, to way too hot. Do you know what grandma says, though? What? Cold hands, warm heart. Does she? That's a real grandma saying, I think. Because okay. grandma's hands are icy cold. My, my She's still alive, grandma? Very cold. I know. Yeah. I know. If you cold touch hands, my, warm heart. People actually say, it's, okay, that's good. Because people <laughs> always are like, are you dead when I touch them? All good. the heat went to your heart because it's, it's so warm. Oh, <laughs> you Graham, made me feel Graham, so, much, Shauna. so much better. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was listening to this podcast yesterday, and it was a, specifically this part was about Rush Limbaugh and talk radio in the United States, and it wasn't real favorable towards Limbaugh. Okay. Um, but 
Tell me if you hear what I heard partway through this. Just listen very carefully. There's a sound. And tell me if it sounds like... What I think I remember uh, President George H.W. Bush literally carrying Rush's bags into the White House when he came for a visit. Right, right. That is the perfect image. Limbaugh had so much power over elected officials. Did you hear that? Mm. I'll, play it again. I'll play it again in case you missed it. Bags into the White House when he came for a visit. Right, right. That is the perfect image. Did that sound like someone... Right. <laughs> okay. Maybe it also sounds like she's just saying right with a like a an the White House when he came for a visit. Right, right. That is the. It's two I really sounds, hope. It's, I think. I hope it's a fart. Like her right starts right here. Right, right. That. But this is. Right. That's. <laughs> that sounds like someone blew one. I hope they but did. It also sounds way too close to the microphone. Like it's like, not do they off have an in the ass room. Mike, I don't just in case. <laughs> it sounds like just it's to right capture there. all the farts, guys. We. <laughs> We like to talk serious things, but we also like to capture farts. <laughs> Holy crap. Pretty funny bit, though, to just oh, sprinkle farts in throughout absolutely. the show and not really tell anybody. Yep. So you're just listening. You're like, what's that? That would be. Was that a. Oh, my God. That's funny. Into the White House when he came for a visit. Right, right. That is the perfect image. Oh, man. Just a sharp, quick. I really. Sharp, quick dude there. Can we get fart so, mics here just um, to capture? One mic above the desk, one below. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. I was like, yeah. They weren't real big fans of Rush Limbaugh, but as far as I know, he never blew right into the mic. <laughs> I'm sure he <laughs> That's what I'm they sure, really feel about him. I'm sure Rush was blowing him in the studio. I'm almost positive he was blowing him in the studio, but right into the mic like that? Uh, right into the. Oh, my God. I don't know about that. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Friend of the show, Kelsey, Matt messaged us uh, about, you know, back when we were talking about the grossest place you've ever taken a date back to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was talking about her boyfriend and how he was living in a frat when they first met and how gross that house was. And she said one time she came over and they'd run out of toilet paper. So they were using pledge wipes instead. Oh, no. Which. Oh, gentlemen. Oh, my. Have some respect for your bees. Dear, although. Okay. I have to admit in the days when uh -oh. I was. <laughs> When I was working and in school full time, there may or may not have been a couple of times where I ran out of toilet paper and then I couldn't find tissue and then I was using paper towel. I'm not even going to lie. There may have been a time when I used tissue paper, okay? And then I'd, I'd say go, tissue paper isn't as bad as paper towel. I'd go right back out after, though, and get the, like, I wouldn't let this happen for longer than the one time, but the one time when you wouldn't realize, I'm like, oh my God, I'm out. And yeah. That's what I think you that have to still do. happens to people sometimes. Okay. All right. Because I've just. That's not as bad as pledge wipes. Oh, God. That's. <laughs> and how long are you waiting? The, how many people are in your house also where not one of you would think to go, like. Yeah. And that seems like a same day remedy type thing, right? Oh my God. We're down to pledge wipes, boys. Oh, jeez. Somebody go out and get some toilet <laughs> paper. Uh, it's funny because I had a few friends, though, that lived in not official frat houses, but with a bunch of roommates. And one of the places, it was so bad that they had this mouse and they decided to befriend <laughs> it for a while. They had this mouse. They had this mouse. <laughs> Yes, they let the mouse, they found the mouse, they let it come back. They were just like, we might as well just have it as a pet for a while. Oh my God. So rather, they had so little worth any value that they thought it was hilarious to just let this mouse be free in the house for a little bit. And of course, poop everywhere, including the kitchen. Did, like it's, did they name the mouse? They did, and I don't remember its name. This is like prisoner of war camp stuff <laughs> like people in pow camps this is what they do i'm gonna have to reach out and ask <laughs> like POW what's the name? would have a pet mouse it's on the tip of my tongue <laughs> it had a name 
Oh my God. Yeah, that's bad. That's, I've never lived in a place so bad no, where it's like, we'll just let the mouse stay. Like you got a kitchen. There's mouse crap. Yeah. All, you can't Food, use anything. You sleep. Yeah. They, they were basically just ordering in pizza at that point and didn't care. Like at that point, you're letting the mouse have your house, right? Like it was <laughs> disgusting to be fair. And they did move out fairly shortly after. Still though, you can't just let the mouse have a run of your house. Okay. Sharing pizza with a mouse. Oh. Wiping with pledge wipes. <laughs> Dark times in your life, yeah. eh? These the- are the times you remember. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Audio. The original members of Paramore met in Franklin, Tennessee at a program for homeschooled kids. This song was released in 2007, but it wasn't until 2020 that Haley Williams admitted who the song was about, her former bandmate, Josh Farrow, and a girlfriend he had at the time. Haley says when she was 13 or 14, she had a crush on Josh, and he didn't like her back. He would then go hang with his girlfriend. So she says, I wrote Misery Business about her because I was a dick. Her words, not mine. Paramore had some internal drama in their early days. And without going into too much detail, the arrangement they had was definitely a bit odd. The band was signed to Fueled by Ramen, a small label owned by Atlantic Records. But Haley Williams was secretly signed to Atlantic Records individually and even had her own manager. stopped playing the song for four years because of backlash they got regarding some of the sexist content, especially the lyric, once a whore, you're nothing more. It was actually Billie Eilish who convinced her to play it again. They did an acoustic version of this, a duet of it at Coachella. Yesterday we were talking about how the Yucatan Peninsula was named because of a miscommunication. So basically, Spanish explorers asked the locals what this place was called. They responded with, I don't understand, which sounded like Yucatan. So the Spanish explorers <laughs> at the time were like, oh, it's Yucatan. Great. Thank you. So funny. And One of the co- funniest like place origin names ever. Absolutely. But I started reading about some other places whose names came from miscommunications as well. Okay. Uh, so there's a place called Nome, Alaska. N-O-M-E. So Nome got its name because a British cartographer was drawing out a map and he was using this old chart and it had all the places labeled and he thought it read C. Nome when pointing to that part of Alaska, but it actually said question mark name. Oh. (laughs) And he thought the question mark was a C and name was Nome, so he called it C. Nome, which they now call Cape Nome is what he named it. 
that's not what it all said at the map. It was Someone just had terrible writing? They just didn't know what to name it yet. And so, yes, it was terrible writing. And this guy was like, oh, let's call it Cape Nome then. So was, that's where it came from. It was damn near Name Alaska, wasn't name it? Name Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Idaho is another one. So Colorado was actually supposed to be called Idaho. And it was because this man named George Willing was a part of Congress at the time. And he convinced everybody that the language of the Native American tribe in that language, Idaho meant gem of the mountains. So everybody heard that and was like, that's really Ooh, poetic. That's sure. nice, yeah. Uh, that was complete horse crap. George was a con man, and he made up that whole story to see if he could just name this place gibberish, essentially. <laughs> so Idaho means nothing? Idaho means nothing. They think that he came up with that name because he liked a girl named Ida. Oh, and just called it Idaho and then wanted to see if he could get it through. So Colorado found out about that and changed their name back to Colorado. But then when the gold rush happened and Idaho branched off, they then named it Idaho anyway, which is also dumb, even though they knew. So very strange. Now that you mention it, I want to say that, because I'm from Saskatoon, Mm -hmm. which is named after the Saskatoon Berry. But I think that the, the first settlers there, they were actually eating choke cherries. And they Hopefully. thought they were Saskatoon berries. Oh, yeah. So it could have been Choke, Saskatchewan. Yep. Otherwise. That's, Doubt they would have went with that had they known. Well, but. they never know. <laughs> but yeah, places are just... It's so funny how places are... Also, just a little bonus, but did you know that Barbados means bearded? Did not. It was just because the indigenous people had big beards. And so the settlers came and were like, beards! And they named it that. <laughs> we'll call this place... It's beards! Beards! It's beards! <laughs> <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. There's a real mess going on right now with this Bill C-21. I don't know if you followed this at all. Mm-hmm, this proposed gun ban legislation from the federal government. Hunters and sports shooters are furious right now because they say many of the guns that they use will be banned under these new laws. Uh, and then the government initially pitched this as a, as a ban on handguns, and they have since responded and said, no, this won't affect Guns used by hunters and stuff, but the hunters and yeah. gun owners don't believe them. Oh, dear. All of this, and I mean, all of this back and forth, in my opinion, is ignoring the fact that overwhelmingly gun crime in Canada is committed with illegal guns. So I don't believe it was ever going to make much of a dent in gun violence. Yeah. Anyway, I do feel for the people who feel like their life, their way of life is under attack. Totally. You know, the, if, you're, if you're a responsible gun owner, a hunter, a sports yeah. shooter, and you've never done anything wrong with your... Your weapon and you follow the rules, and all of a sudden you feel like you're getting unfairly yeah, punished. Yeah, I feel for them absolutely. But I was wondering, do you think we could make guns sexy? Oh God, I know, I know. But I mean, I think the the way that some of these you know these gun owners look at it is that like you know it's the people in the big cities out east and stuff who are dictating what they are and aren't allowed to have, and they don't really understand guns. They don't. I mean, it's. Just- there's so many references already. Like it's it's already sexy because you yeah. use it to. It's maybe too easy. Oh, it's it's going to be easy. It's going to be one of the easier ones we've done. But okay. Yeah. Could we give it a go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's try to make guns sexy. sexy. Ooh. Do you want to try some pistols? I had one for that too. I'll get to it later. It's fine. It's a little bit different. Oh. Nice Glock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what kind of action are you into? Ooh. Pistol on me first, then tell you. Be like, you. <laughs> tell me you love me. I had to use another pistol <laughs> one. It's right there. Come on. Yeah, uh, and if there is a line, I think I'm about to cross it here. Okay. But- 
pull that hammer back, make sure it's fully cocked, and then unload. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I warned you. Okay. AK-4 to 7 is good, but AR-10 to 15 inches is even better. Ooh. 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 Oh, this is... BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading about how more moms are getting internships while they rear children or like childbear or whatever. They're looking for ways to intern at the same time, which is kind of cool. Uh, when I first read this, though, I thought this meant that you could intern with a mom. And the minute I read that, I was like, that's genius. Do like a mom internship? Yes. As in, if you're considering having children or maybe are pregnant, you could kind of shadow a mom beforehand. And I was like, that seems like a great idea, doesn't it? I think that would be a good way to make sure nobody ever had kids again. For sure it would. I think if you uh, <laughs> if you saw just what a mom or you know, or an at-home dad deals with like a know. regular day, yeah. I think people wouldn't have kids. For, uh, like, well, this is terrifying. And that's kind of why I was like, this would be maybe genius. For Although, yes, I guess we, we need people to we continue do, having children. We do need people. But, but then when it's your kids, you kind of black it out. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. Like, I don't... R- I don't really remember when the kids were little, like just the day-to-day struggle of it. And yeah. I think that must be an evolutionary trait. Where yes. you're just like, it I, lo- out. I love these things and I have to keep them alive. Like pregnancy and as a whole. Yes, that's right. You don't remember the pregnancy <laughs> so that you do it again. Because if you did remember it, you'd never do it again. And we would, we'd end as a species. Logistically, so. though, I was like, it would be cool. Because how many people I, I know who have newborns and like they're always like, oh, I've, I like, I'm learning so much on the fly and there's so many things that I don't know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if you could actually shadow a mom and learn some of those tips and tricks beforehand would be very useful. But yes, you'd also discover the horrors of having a child and probably then would be like, I'm going to never have one. Yeah. Never again. I know what you mean, though, because you, you do rely on people who have done it before. Yeah. Like when you're a young parent, you're just like, what? I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So you rely on that network yeah. of people with a bit more expertise than you. But if you don't have that network. That's it. Mom internship. Mom turnships. Mom turnships. Mom shadowing. Mama doing. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. Scariest internship you could do. I mean, if you want birth control, though, maybe that's the way of doing it. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.